Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michael'sFlooringOutlet.com. It's that time of night, you can't stay uptight So come and join the people and I'm feeling alright Here on Overnight America Overnight America Whoa, 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 I cannot believe we are getting so close to the election. 2020 has been a wild ride, hasn't it? It wouldn't surprise me based on everything that's happened leading up to this point if something crazy continues to happen. But with the election and we have Donald Trump looking for a second term, Joe Biden looking to become president of the United States, we've taken a lot of great phone calls, mostly on the Donald Trump side. We've had some Biden supporters call in, too. I feel like a lot of what we're getting down with right now is the big question of what will happen after, regardless of who wins. You think people are going to be nice to each other? You think for some reason we were only mean to each other because it was an election season? Then after that, once that pressure has been lifted and we know who and what the result would be, that we start to uh, change things? (coughs) Excuse me. I don't know. It's hard to tell, but we're going to have to take it one night at a time. Tonight could be a crazy night tomorrow night could be a crazy night the night after could be a crazy night could be a crazy week let's go to betty who has been holding on welcome to overnight america hello hi betty hi how are you great great okay i want to say i'm proud to vote for president donald trump Mm -hmm. and i think he will win i really do no doubt no doubt i have any doubts no doubt at all but here is what gives you that? Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I was going to ask you what gives you that confidence. So, because of what he did, does I should say for the country, and when he speaks of the country, you can tell that he loves the country. I mean, and uh, there's a lot of times I get aggravated at some of the things he says. I, I don't think they're very presidential, but then you know he's not a politician. And I just, I, I just think he's the best person. And another thing I'm questioning is that why is this country so mad that they would be willing? And I'm not no disrespect to Mr. Biden, but for them to be willing 
to have someone elected to run this country when he can't even run his own life. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's yeah. not he's not capable. Listen to him. I mean, he ju- mm. he just isn't. And for them yeah. to put him, I think it's very uh, disgraceful that his wife let him sit up there knowing that he doesn't even know sometimes what the day is. Mm-hmm. Uh, that just that bothers me very much. Well, Betty, thank you for your call. I'll put you down for uh, double Trump in that one. Let's uh, go to Terry, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Uh, yes. Uh, first of all, I would like to ask you a question. I was wondering if you think George Clooney will be calling in to give his opinion tonight. <laughs> I wish. Wouldn't that be fun to, to hear from a George Clooney? But, you know, the nice thing and, is I don't know if he's challenged all that often. I would love to be able to challenge him. Uh, it would probably take him off guard. Uh, he, you know, as I don't know what to say about it, but anyway, I'm, I, you know, I, I think I, so many people clamor over the, the the celebrities and they say, oh, I can't believe it. But none of them, uh, the, when you're that level of celebrity, I feel like you're probably in a bubble with your own people that, and then anyone that idolizes you, fans of you, the ones that look up to you, they would never dare challenge you. They'd be too starstruck. So I think he's kind of used to being treated like that. Um, I would love, you know, any celebrity, I would love to really try to, to talk to them about some of these issues just to see why they come into that and where they come into their understanding of it, if it's more or less a cultural thing, as in a Hollywood cultural thing, or if it's more or less something else. But um, Okay, right. but you're, you're going to say something else, Terry. Go ahead. Uh, I, uh, I'm i going to vote for Trump, and I think he's going to win. Uh, if you've ever noticed, I live in Kansas, and... The people I talked to all over, my dad, my dad used to tell me that when Truman was running against uh, Dewey, everybody said they thought Dewey was going to win, but everybody mm-hmm. kept saying they were going to vote for, for uh, Truman, and Truman ended up winning. This kind of feels like that. You know, they're predicting a, a win for, for uh, Biden. Mm-hmm. But everybody keeps telling me they want Trump to win. I just don't have any bad feelings about this at all. I think he's mm-hmm. going to win. Now, I have I, one question for you. Yeah. Uh, it has to do with the Supreme Court. I know it's not mm-hmm. what we're talking about right now. But I mm-hmm. just, uh, the Amy Coney Barrett. Right. How many Republicans are on the Supreme Court now? Well, technically speaking, there's not a political affiliation with them. Right. But you can always ask. I understand You can ask how they lean. And it's hard to exactly tell, but I know what you mean. Uh, With Amy Coney Barrett, if you want to say she's sides more or less with those that would be calling themselves a Republican. So I guess you got to be careful with how you say it. Um, I think um, you have the you have the the lean there in keeping Roberts. We'll say Roberts is a floater, uh, not a Republican, even though he was put in during a Republican administration. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think you, you got the lean there in the Supreme Court. Now, now, can they overturn something that I'm against same sex marriage? Totally. 
I'm not a homophobic, but if you'll read the Bible, I am a Christian. If you'll read the Bible, I've had people say it doesn't say anything in there about uh, homosexuality. It seems to me it says something in there about man should not lie with man as he would lie with a woman. Can they overturn stuff like that? Um, it depends. I think what you would end up having is if there is something uh, when it comes to gay marriage and there's a contention for it, whatever it may be, you could find that it could go back down to the states, meaning that there wouldn't be a federal anything for it. So I think that's what it would go back down to. Now, I don't exactly know if anything like that would be challenged. I have no idea what even could be challenged for something like that right now. So, I, but yeah, I, I think it's, um, I think it's something that people bring up. Not really, though. Um, but, Terry, before you go, are you still there? Yes. You said Truman and Dewey. Were you alive for that election, and do you remember it? No. No. Uh-uh. I was okay, because you made it sound like you were up listening to KMOX and the coverage of, you know, 48 election or something like that. Well, my, <laughs> That's what it sounded my like. Da- <laughs> I was born in 52. My dad okay, so. was My dad was alive then, and he told me sure. that, Everybody kept saying yeah. Dewey was going to win. Right. That yeah. That's end. But they were going to vote yeah. for Truman, and right. Truman ended okay. up winning. Yep. All right. Well, thank you very much for the call, Terry. Yeah, that's very famous. Him holding up the Dewey defeats Truman, Chicago Tribune or one of the Chicago newspapers had it, and he's holding it up, and there's Truman, the winner, holding up a, a headline that was at, inaccurate. I didn't realize that Donald Trump was still campaigning and actually out right now, and I was looking at a live feed online that has the uh, the rally in Grand Rapids, Michigan. He is still speaking right now in Grand Rapids on East Coast. It's 11.15 here Central Time, 12.15 a.m. in Grand Rapids, and he's still out there, man. He has been hustling. Oh, Terry, you said you had one other question? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Go ahead. It's not really a question. You remember someone that called in and compared you with Sally Jesse Raphael? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yes, that was me. Oh, that's great. I love it. Am I still in and, comparison? And I, and or... I still feel that way. No, that's great. You know, I tried to so, reach out to her. I was really hoping I can get a response, and she never responded. I wanted to get her on the show for that. All right, Terry. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm glad. Thank, thank you for you. calling in. You know, good question about the Supreme Court, and I think that. One of the questions is what happens after the election if there is a contention? What if there is going to be a question that rises through the courts when it comes to the votes and then gets to the Supreme Court? Individual states may have that issue. So I wanted to talk to Brad Young from Harris, Dahl, Fisher, and Young about that. What will happen with the Supreme Court after the election and what are some of those possibilities and what's the procedure? Uh, So I thought, okay, we got a couple of states that have seen different actions. Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. Is it North Carolina or South Carolina? I think it's South Carolina and Wisconsin have all had Supreme Court uh, at least look at their cases out of their states. So what they voted so far, will it indicate how they'll vote after the election? We'll ask that to Brad Young coming up next in Overnight America KMOX. St. Louis's weather station, KMOX. 
Joining us now from Harris Dow Fisher in Young, Brad Young. We're just a day away from the election. Everyone is getting all hyped up, and I know you're in demand. You're in here on KMOX. It seems like, um, you know, you're in the mornings, you come on to my show. You're going to be on doing Fox 2 tomorrow, too, which is really cool. Yeah, and I even told them I've got a face for radio, but they asked me anyway. And they decided that's okay uh, for one night only, apparently. And <laughs> we... um. <laughs> We're wondering what happens after the election. I think there's a couple of different things that we can try to speculate on what happens next. We can happen uh, civil unrest. So you see businesses that are boarding things up. We wonder what's going to happen there. But the legal side of it, the contention, I think we're kind of getting a small preview of how the Supreme Court would rule if there is contention in some of the different states and how they handle their mail-in ballots, their early voting, things like that. If it's that narrow of a margin and it gets to the point where there's lawsuits that get kicked up to the Supreme Court, I'm curious if you can kind of give us an idea of what we've already seen from the Supreme Court and how you think it may play out after the election if there's a contention. Sure. Well, well, first of all, Ryan, there's been over 300 election-related lawsuits filed this year alone in 44 states. Hmm. So uh, lots of litigation going on out there, but three main cases have reached the Supreme Court in the last 10 days. Uh, first was a case in Pennsylvania, uh, where, again, the issue and all of these issues are revolving around the same topics, and that is mostly with uh different types of voting, whether it's curbside voting, mail-in voting, absentee voting, uh, those types of issues. That's where most of the litigation right now has been focused. Mm. Uh, in Pennsylvania, the court really div- it was a split decision four to four because it was after Judge Ginsburg passed away. And in that case, the court basically allowed the, the, uh, the state of Pennsylvania to allow a three-day extension to count the votes. Now it was four to four. Presumably had Judge Barrett been there, she would have decided the case, obviously, because it would have made it a five to four. But in that instance, the lower court decision stood, which was allowing an additional three days to count the votes. What's interesting is, is that uh, at least three of the dissenting justices or wrote in their opinions, they said that they would like to have this case revisited after the election. Hmm. So even though the courts have issued some decisions, these could come back to the court after tomorrow's election. Yeah, boy. So so that doesn't really give us a clear answer of what could happen. But with the question of how some of these different ballots are handled, meaning let's say they got them postmarked in time, but it's not sent to the the, the processing and they're not able to get it on the state level in time. So is it included? Is it not included? Should they have dropped it off or whatnot? So let's say that their individual state laws um, maybe would indicate that it needs to be in on a certain time. A lot of states have it. Three days, seven days, whatever it is, after the fact. And let's say there's ballots that come on after that, and there's a party that wants to say, no, they need to be processed, they need to be counted, because fill in the blank. There's delaying in the Postal Service. It's not their fault. It's not the state's fault. Unforeseen circumstances, things like that. It, let's say it, there's that sort of contention in some of these big states, like a Pennsylvania, for example, where a lot of people are looking at it as could be a very key state. Florida being a key state, things like that. How how do you think the Supreme Court would rule in those cases? Do you think it would default back to what the state law is, or would they take circumstances in of unforeseen, you know, act of God, post office was slammed, they couldn't anticipate this sort of thing, and then they would be the ones to extend it out a little further? Well, that's the 
That's the million dollar question, or in this instance, perhaps the billion dollar question, Ryan, because the court in, in the cases that we've seen recently, there is an indication from the Supreme Court that the state legislatures should decide this. Now, that's not just the Supreme Court stating that. In both Article One of the Constitution and in Article Two, Section One of the Constitution, in both of those places, the Constitution states that elections are governed by the state legislators. So what you're going to see here is, at least from the conservative justices, and we saw that in the case from Wisconsin that came out on October 26, uh, that the the courts will defer to what the state legislation says. Mm-hmm. Says, in other words, they're going to strike down decisions from either the state courts or even federal courts that try to change what the actual law says. Mm-hmm. Now, the the more liberal justices, they're of the position that state courts can modify or expand these voting rights because of the Fourteenth Amendment Equal Protection Clause. Under the Fourteenth Amendment. Of course, it covers lots of things, but in in particular with regard to voting, it states that that individuals have the right to vote. And if someone is denied that right to vote, then they're being denied equal process or equal protection under the law. So the liberal justices are more inclined to allow these various extensions. Uh, But at this point, we're getting back to Bush versus Gore in 2000, (laughs) because that was the issue that was decided then. And uh, it looks like it may be the issue that's decided now as well. There's one argument I heard from a genius legal scholar by the name of AOC, uh, Ocasio-Cortez, which is <laughs> if you have to wait in line too long, it's, it's equal to voter suppression. So does she have a pretty good legal standing for that? Uh, you know, that's the M- McDonald's ran McDonald's <laughs> ran a campaign a few years ago. That was based upon their dollar menu. Mm-hmm. And they said, $1 legal advice, plead guilty. Okay, so <laughs> w- what what you heard from AOC is $1 legal advice right there. Mm. I think that some of the, the question is what could be contentious, uh, what could be contended is going to be a big part too. So depending on how close things are and how much the different parties want to litigate, You know, imagine if they're trying to make arguments of things that you didn't anticipate. Like, let's say it's so close that they say, well, in Missouri, we have to include all of the different ballots that didn't have a notary stamp on it just because you don't want to disenfranchise those people. And then there's some question of if they could actually be um, confirmed, if, if if there's an actual verification process or not. And then that gets kicked up. I mean, what I'm looking at right now could be one of the biggest legal messes I've ever seen in my entire lifetime. Oh, it's it's the it's by far uh, the, the the biggest litigation experience that we will see on a nationwide scale, and uh, and that's why again already we've seen over 300 lawsuits filed. There was a flurry of lawsuits that were filed in Texas recently, and we've got various decisions yesterday and today in Harris County, which covers Houston area as as far as whether the drive-by voting is legal. And that may end up in the Supreme Court. But don't forget, at this point, now that Justice Barrett has been sworn in, there won't be this four to four situation like we saw with the Pennsylvania case. So I think what you're going to see is this consistency. The Supreme Court will state we're going to interpret the state laws specifically and we're going to narrowly construe what the state laws say. And we're not going to allow either courts, state or federal or any other like administrative agencies 
to change or expand or to modify those state laws uh, in, in which really goes against Supreme Court precedent. Mm. That's what you're going to see from the Supreme Court. Now, you're going to see litigation involving uh, extension of times to vote. If people are in line to vote and the state law says you got to stop counting the vote at 10 p.m. or 8 p.m. or whatever time the polls close, you're going to see those lawsuits. You're going to see dis- disenfranchising lawsuits. We're going to see mail-in absentee voting uh, lawsuits. We're going to see whether they're notarized or not notarized. There's going to be a flood of litigation. Uh, and this stuff isn't going to get resolved in the next day or two, I can promise you. So just one other question for you, and I'm just kind of curious. So let's say this does get kicked up to the Supreme Court on a state level. So would the prosecution be the party? Like, let's say Donald Trump and the RNC decide to challenge a state. Would the RNC send lawyers to make that argument? And would the state be the defendants in that case? Would it be like lawyers for the state? Or how, who would be the, the who would be the lawyers representing? Who would be the two sides? Well, it's going to be different in every situation. But the one thing that's going to have to happen in all of these lawsuits is you're going to have to have a plaintiff as, as a person being affected by the vote itself in the area where the litigation is focused. Otherwise, those lawsuits will lack what's called standing. Standing is just a legal issue that says you've got to have a pony in this race. If you don't have a pony in the race, you can't file a lawsuit. So uh, all of the plaintiffs are going to have to reside in the areas that are the focus of the litigation. Otherwise, they'll be summarily thrown out at the very beginning. I see. So let's say an individual feels like their vote wasn't counted, should have been counted here in St. Louis. So they would take it. And all of a sudden, there's other people that would join in to see if their vote would be counted. So that person would have their own representation. Who would be the defense in that case if it did get kicked up to the Supreme Court? Would it be the actual state of Missouri or who would it be? Yeah, it would be the state of Missouri in most of these instances uh, would be the focal point of that litigation. Unless it was, uh, for example, if St. Louis County enacted some specific rule or change that differed from Missouri law, then St. Louis County would be the defendant. So it's going to that's going to be the focus is what's the voting district and who is making the change or tr- attempting to assert that a change is necessary. Then it's going to determine who the defendant will be. Are there any laws of who, um, like, let's say George Soros wants to throw some money into this. Is there any sort of, like, law that would prevent outside people from paying other people's legal fees or anything? Or is really it's a free-for-all wherever you can get it from? Uh, It it is truly a free-for-all. And you're going to see some George Soros money coming in here. You're going to see some of the... uh, the, uh, the Coke money out of Kansas, they're probably going to be throwing some money in. We absolutely know that Bloomberg, he's invested $100 million, I think, uh, it's just in Florida. And some of that money, I promise you, will make it to the attorneys. Uh, it is, it's truly going to be like, a, like a, a death cage match in the World Wrestling uh, Organization. The only thing that would make it better is if Stan Kroenke threw some money into it. <laughs> make it a whole different thing. <laughs> all right, so um, tomorrow we got all kinds of coverage on KMOX, digital coverage on KMOX.com, and you're going to be on Fox 2. Brad Young from Harris, Dal Fisher & Young, thank you so much for coming on tonight. My pleasure. And he joins us on the Quiver River Electric Guest Line on Overnight America KMOX. Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. News Radio 1120 KMOX, the voice of the Cardinals. In Overnight America is going to be live for another 20 minutes or so, which means if you want to call in, you didn't get a chance to do it earlier, you can at 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120. I had to plug my audio source back in because there's a couple of different pushes that each of the candidates are making right now. The final pitch, right now, Donald Trump's still out. Last I checked, let me go take a look at our feed here and see if he is still doing his rally over in Grand Rapids, Michigan, as we speak. Let me do a quick little check. Yep, he's still speaking in Grand Rapids. It's 12.36 a.m. in Grand Rapids, Michigan right now, and he's still doing it. He's been hitting a lot of the different campaign trail the last couple of weeks after he came off of the COVID. Goes to show you, um, even someone with his, let's just say body type, <laughs> that's a nice way to say it, is age and body type, two things that would normally work against you. Sure, he's got, I'm sure, the best health care in the world in the sense that he was able to get treated by the, the best of the best. But look, I mean, he was able to turn it around pretty quickly. And that kind of stopped him from hitting the trail when he normally would, kind of pushing it to the very end. You can still see all the major large crowds that are showing up for his rallies. It's pretty amazing right now. Now, he's wearing the gloves and everything. You can tell it might be a little chilly. But once you're tired, everything's a little bit more chilly. So let me um, look at a few of these different things. How about the final pitch of Joe Biden? Here's what he wants you to know going into this election. We learned a long time ago, every generation has to fight to keep the democracy. I never believed we'd have to fight this hard, though. I never believed it would be this much in jeopardy. Oh, boy. He almost uh, couldn't read off the teleprompter there, too. So here is the final pitch for Donald Trump. Together we are taking back our country. We are returning power to you, the American people. With your help, your devotion, and your drive, 
We are going to keep on working. We are going to keep on fighting. And we are going to keep on winning, winning, winning. All right, so the crowd is there. Now, Joe Biden, when he said that, who knows who he said it to? It could have been uh, 20 cars showing up at one of his parking lots or whatever. A little bit less pathetic than when he showed up and waved to an empty cornfield. <laughs> but uh, I don't see the same enthusiasm. One side has enthusiasm, the other doesn't. I think that was one of the X factors that they just couldn't figure out in the polling back in 2016. 95 million Americans have already voted. That number is probably even higher. It's probably closer to 100 million Americans have voted in this upcoming election. Reuters has uh, put that number out there as part of the U.S. Elections Project in the University of Florida. The number of ballots cast early in this year's election represent nearly 70% of all those that were cast in 2016. This is a Reuters article, but written up by The Hill. 138 million votes were cast in 2016. 138 million. Do you think we'll pass that up? I think so. I think it's pretty safe to say that'll be the case. The Monmouth poll, Biden leads by seven points in Pennsylvania. That's going to be a big one. Some of the pollsters mentioned that the uh, who takes Pennsylvania could be very important. If Donald Trump takes Pennsylvania, it could indicate that Joe Biden will be playing on defense at that point. Um, it says 51% uh, for Biden, 44% of likely voters voting for Trump. Uh, Biden, it says in the low turnout scenario, Biden leads shrinks to five points. Both Biden and Trump will campaign in Pennsylvania today. He's in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I just don't know how that's going to go. It was so close again in Michigan last year. It's This is why it's hard for me to look at and feel the confidence level of a Donald Trump repeating because everything was by such close margin. But then again, he's the incumbent, and there was a long period of time where he was skating back to reelection because everything was going so great and the economy was going so great. You had the political commentators like Bill Maher who said, boy, we want something bad to happen in order to get Donald Trump out of the office. He, he was more than happy to welcome in bad fortune for the country in order to get Donald Trump out. And I guess he got what he wished for. And that's kind of a sad thing to say. It's kind of a pretty lousy thing to wish for to begin with anyway. But looking at some of these other polls, Florida maintains a toss up. Uh, Biden leads slightly in Pennsylvania, but Florida is still a toss up. I don't know if you can determine based on 2016 where they stood today if this is the same thing or not. But looking at some of the different key states, here's what Anthony uh, Salvanto, who watches this, I think he's on Fox, pointed out some of the states to watch. The ones right off the top are Florida, which is very, very important to the president's path, and Pennsylvania which is very important to Joe Biden's path if he's going to hang on to the states in the upper Midwest. But back to the big picture, the right answer to that may be all of them. All states is absolutely correct. Looks like we got Karen holding on from Kentucky. Welcome to Overnight America. Hey, Ryan. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Good to hear from you. Good. I haven't called for a while. Um, I've already voted a long time ago for Trump. And I really do believe he's going to win because I think we have too many smart people in this country that absolutely do not want to live in Venezuela. And I just think there's too many people that uh, appreciate their freedom and everything that he's done for this country. And Biden is just a losing thing. And if he gets in, we're going to 
we live in a socialist country, and that's just the bottom line. So, you know, it's it's either or. It depends on which place you'd rather live. And, you know, I want to live in a free country. That's where I've lived all my life, and I want to still be living in the same place. <laughs> so um, I, I really do believe he's – I think he's going to win it. I really do. There are some questions out there, and there's so many different questions out there of what would happen. So there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, question marks. So maybe Joe Biden, who was pushed and whispered into his ear in order to get my support, you have to turn further left. Kamala Harris, certainly you're going to find her talk today about equity and equality and things should be a little bit concerning, mostly for the fact that she's kind of laying the groundwork for being a more socialist country. I think when you start to turn more of your freedoms over to the government with the understanding that they'll be able to treat you better is always something that'll backfire. doesn't mean we have things that are all perfect here in the country, but this is a disaster waiting to happen. So I really look at all the freedoms we have right now. They're not compatible with socialism, so something's got to give. So if people want that then they're going to have to give up their freedoms. And if people start to give up their freedoms, I think that's when you'll see a lot of people who would normally sit back and, you know, uh, to sit back and uh, try to keep out of it will definitely stand up and you'll hear loud voices coming from a lot of those on the right. And that's sad that it's a left-right issue, the ones that want to protect freedoms. It definitely is something that the right are more interested in doing because I think they have more to lose. 314 Four three six seventy nine hundred. Always good to hear from our friends in other states. This is Overnight America, KMOX. Now back to Overnight America on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michaelsflooringoutlet.com. And Overnight America is live only for the next eight minutes or so. Not even that. But afterwards, after midnight, we have our replay hours, which you can go find on the KMOX podcast page. Or just go to KMOX.com slash ONA. We'll talk to Rich Rubino about the election, and then we'll spend a lot of time taking your calls. I give some of my predictions in there, too. It's going to be a wild night tomorrow. KMOX will be hosting election coverage from the newsroom, meaning you're going to get a news approach here on this radio airwaves at 1120 a.m. I'm going to be doing more of a digital approach. So if you go to KMOX.com, or if you want to go on the KMOX Facebook page, places like that, you can actually watch a video feed. I'll be in the other studio. I'll be wearing my special election hat that I bought, and we'll have more fun with it. So keep us in your rotation. If you have the TV on and you're watching local coverage or national coverage, if you listen to the radio, but you know, if you're going online looking for different websites to find information from, just how about hop on and visit us every once in a while and say hi. That would be great at KMOX.com. Let's go to Bob, who's holding the line. Welcome to Overnight America. Yeah, good evening, Ryan. I, you were asking who you might vote for. I'm a right. 65-year-old white guy, and I've always been an independent, uh, sort of uh, not affiliated with either party. I, I, I voted the candidate on what I felt best represented how I felt on issues. And I voted for Biden this time. And uh, it wasn't the greatest choice that I wanted to make, but I, I just told myself there's no way I'm voting for Trump. Um, okay. Yeah, and how did opinion, you uh, handle it in 2016? Oh, I, oh, you know how I did it? I punted. I voted for the Libertarian. I can't stand Hillary. 
And I knew, I just knew in my heart, Donald Trump wouldn't be good for the country. And I was proven, I was proven right on some, some issues more personal than, you know, the business side of it or the, you know, cause I mean, Hey, business has been good. I, I mean, I get it. The economy, I should say, but, uh, in my opinion, and I think facts have proven it out, uh, our, our, our current president is a liar, a misogynist, a narcissist, and quite possibly, you know, psychopathic in, in some areas. Um, that's just my opinion, and I think his behavior has, uh, you know, proven a lot of those out. Um, you know, it, it, the, the campaign promises that he made were outrageous, not fulfilled. Uh, he's not very um, uh, women-friendly, I should say. Uh, I can't believe any women are actually thinking that he would be a viable, a good candidate to vote for, for any of their issues. Um, just surprising. Um, I, I hope that if Biden gets elected, um, he tempers any craziness that uh, he, he, he has uh, wanted to do with some of his policies. But I'll leave you with this last thought of mine i i it's my feeling it's 2020 right now and by the year 2100 society as a whole i think worldwide is going to be socialist because i Mm. think the population of the world will demand it simply because the cost of living in some critical areas is just you know getting out of control and it's not being especially healthcare. Healthcare, i think is going to be driving uh, the uh, the drive towards socialism, and it's going to drag a lot of other uh, areas with it. And I mm. think I think society, you know, the people as a whole will demand it, and uh, the politicians will finally not be able to keep resisting it. See, I don't think most people would think of themselves as, you know, let's go buy the world of Coke and we all live in harmony would never happen. Um, and I also um, I want to go back to the impression. Do you ever feel like Donald Trump is misrepresented as in maybe the difference between what he said versus what is being brought up of, of what he said or believes in is doesn't really uh, mesh up always? I, I'm sure there's been instances of that, but I think would you agree with this? He is his own worst enemy. He just can't keep quiet. And he just won't listen to his advisors when they say, Donald, would you please shut the F? Shut up. Excuse my language. But he can't do it. He's just got well, to be Well, I, I would food. say he would make things a lot more easy for himself if he was more polished. But that's kind of the thing that got him to where he is today is that he's unpolished and somehow it's worked. But I also think that just because you're polished doesn't mean you're not those other things. I, I guess you can look at pretty much any politician in that sense and find that what they are behind the scenes perhaps is not equal to the polished face that they bring in front of a microphone. And then I'm sure you can find almost the same flaws with so many of the others that uh, people are comfortable voting with but are uncomfortable with for Donald Trump. I also find that in the ways that he's handled certain things, um, you know, the Maxine Waters, for example, let me read you a Maxine Waters quote, and this is why I think we've gone crazy. Um, she's here from St. Louis. Did you see the quote she had from today? Uh, where was it? I'm going to try to bring it up real quick. I'm going to have to paraphrase because we're running close and out of time here, but basically, oh, where was it? Oh, here we go. I will never forgive black Trump voters. So Maxine Waters, uh, representative, pretty high profile one. I will never forgive black Trump voters. 
Also, um, the president of the NAACP saying that any black man voting for Trump is a, just a chauvinist. So what you find is that so many times people are clumped into these identities, like identity politics is such a big thing on the left right now. People reject this sort of thing because it goes against individualism and individual thought. It's insulting in so many different ways. And I think Donald Trump is the opposite of those things. And I think that's why you find so many people from those communities are starting to gravitate towards Donald Trump. I think you will be surprised by the uh, this time tomorrow, the percentage of the vote going up from the last 2016 election because of it, it could actually propel him to be uh, reelected. So uh, thanks for your calls. Disagree with you, but hey, that's what this is all about. We'll be back again. Well, I'm going to be digital on KMOX.com tomorrow night. I hope you can follow me on there and whew, be well, try to relax and try to de-stress some. Have a great night. Lonely rain, wishing I could see your face again. Change the Really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.